Abandon all prejudices, all ye who enter here. Park your paradigms, perk up your ears, and open your mind as we now shine the laser light of reason on the topic of... Alas, the Grim Reaper cuts his swath with increasing vigor. Hello, I'm David Bolton, and welcome to my podcast channel, dedicated to helping people think more clearly, make sounder judgments, avoid superficiality, and above all, to unceasingly question instead of naively accepting what others want us to believe, for this is the path of Socrates. Michelangelo, can you hear me? I certainly can, my friend David. Happy New Year. Yes, Happy New Year to you too. What what do we have now? 2023. There was a time in my life where I didn't even think I'd live to see 2023. Uh-huh. Back when I was young and wild and taking risks of all sorts. Uh-huh. Not really, oh, yeah. but but in yeah. part maybe. Although <laughs> yeah. 2023, I'm not going to live to be that old. <laughs> oh yeah, were you a, a bit of a daredevil, were you, when you were? Uh, looking back, I'll have to say, no, not never with drugs, for example, stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, never that sort of thing but yeah some of the things did in my life when i traveled around younger yeah some would hear it and say boy that was really taking a risk i didn't feel it at the time but i guess it's more of a daredevil than (laughs) than than i was conscious of yeah i don't know but now i'm well of course now now i want to live to be 103 and so that makes you think right so you're not prepared to encounter the grim reaper anytime soon I don't mind encountering him. I'll just beat the hell out of him. I'll just punch him in the, <laughs> that, 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 that bony face. I'll just kick him out of the house when he yeah. shows up. So he better not show his grim face here. Yeah. I tell you. Uh, that's what they all so, think, right? Until he shows up and then you know that he's stronger than you are. But, you know, what can you do? It's like. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we're living in this, this peculiar era, aren't we? Where, I mean, how do I, how do I categorize it? You know, for the better part of a year, we had people fleeing from a perceived, you know, imminence of death that was largely imaginary, right? And was totally uh, brought upon by this monumental universal psyop about this supposed, you know, COVID uh, pandemic infestation. Remember at the beginning, it said this could kill as many as as the Spanish flu. That was two and a half percent of the population. Of course, now we know that back then, strangely coincidentally they had started a vaccination campaign and that's when the people really started dying there were vaccinations left over from world war one and they started giving millions of people vaccinations and then many many more people started dying huh kind of interesting isn't it yeah yeah very interesting and of course uh, itself the collateral damage you know from the uh appurtenances of supposed you know protection the masks you know any number of people probably got bacterial pneumonia and so I'm sure probably, you know, some of that fallout is is present with us at this point. But the greater carnage, of course, is being wrought by Grim Reaper with his new weapon of choice, the uh, injectable pathogens, you know. And uh, it really is a sobering. Injectable know, uh, pathogens. I assume yeah. you mean the, yes, the COVID, mean. so-called COVID vaccines? Yes, yes <laughs> absolutely. I'm giving them the, the benefit of... Uh, you know, a euphemism. Uh, they don't deserve it. Uh, all the uh, worst because that little video I sent you a number of days ago with that doctor from Ontario who studied yeah. the issue and he discovered that DARPA, and I think I did a, a talk on my own about this, or I'm, I'm about uh-huh. to, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Maybe I didn't do it, but I'll mention it now. 
that uh, DARPA, the, the Advanced Research Branch of the Military, they had studied coronaviruses for 15 years to see what kind of medications would help. And their conclusion was ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine. And this after 15 years of study. And they gave that information to the CDC, who then just buried it. Remember, they were putting information, hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, they won't help. They won't help. Ivermectin's, oh, that's a horse drug. Don't take that. Ha, ha, ha. Horse dewormer. Horse dewormer. Yes, so you shouldn't take that. Meanwhile, they, therefore, Fauci's organization and the mother organization, Francis Collins, what, NIH, right? Uh, They all knew that these drugs would help. The mainstream media should have known, too, but they were being dictated to. Uh, and so millions of people died because they didn't take ivermectin or, or hydroxychloroquine from the beginning of COVID. The, of the, how many people died of COVID? Eight million, something like that. One yeah. doctor suggested maybe 80% could have been saved. In other words, that's another Holocaust right there. And that's sure. before the vaccines. It's because they were yep. keeping these medications. Remember, Trump mentioned hydroxychloroquine a total of 26 times. And they just made yep. fun. He just wants to kill people. That's not going to help people. Well, looky yeah. there. DARPA knew it, and they told the CDC, and they hid the information, and in so doing, they killed millions of people. Yep. Of course, you know, the Grim Reaper uses creatures like that, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. I guess he gets tired with this scythe there going through the fields. That's a lot of work, so we think, ah, this is smart, Grim Reapers. Let let the pharmaceutical industry do the killing for me. I'll just sit back and laugh. And that's yeah. what's been happening. And that's just with the COVID, the, you know, with the vaccines, then, then we get to the other level of more active genocide. Yeah. And I'll, I'll put it plainly. I'm not a Peter McCullough, whom I greatly respect, but we saw uh, my wife saw him on Fox News, and he never wants to say the G word. Yeah. It's so obvious. I think he, uh, he obviously knows it. He was a friend of Dr. Yeah. Zelenko who talked about that constantly. But for some yeah. reason, maybe did, I don't know because he wouldn't be banned as much as he used to be, but uh, maybe just did not terrify the population. But he just, re- just he suggests it maybe at the end, but saying, yes, so many people are dying of this and that, but he doesn't say, hey, it's obviously a genocidal program. I mean, come on now. It's so plain, right? Hiding yeah. ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, lying about them. That was with genocidal intention. It's very clear what other intention could you have. Even if you say, oh, they just want to make more money with it. But still, if you say, well, in order to make billions of dollars, I'm going to let millions of people die, that's genocide. Of course. (laughs) And even worth the vaccines, worse there when they think, "Uh, the world has too many people, let's just kill off a bunch of them. Yeah. That's uh, so sickening. Yeah, well, and as I'm sure most of the listeners will know, you know, they never would have been able to get their their emergency use authorization for these bioweapons if they had not thoroughly discredited any and all other forms of treatment. And, of course, that includes just simply vitamin D, you know, and uh, vitamin C and zinc and elderberry and Chinese herbs, and I mean, let, let's just go down the list. You know, they, yeah, yeah. everything had to be utterly discredited for them to be able to to uh, get this spurious authorization for these these things that are killing people now in record numbers. I don't yeah, think there's yeah. any question of that. I mean, every time you turn around, there's another story from another country talking about excess mortality in in extremes that they've never seen before. Yeah, it's 40% in America, 38% in Spain. Alex Jones said in worldwide, it's 13%. But we have taken consideration that in Africa, very few vaccines were given because they refused to take them. Africans yeah. take 
ivermectin a lot, and I think hydroxychloroquine too, to pr uh, prevent river blindness, some kind of terrible disease there. And so yeah. since they take that, you know, they're, they're kind of protected against COVID in the first place, and they're suspicious of vaccines, considering some of Bill Gates' little escapades there and in India, testing oh, yeah, vaccines, especially a lot in of people India. got killed. Yeah, especially in India, right. Yeah. And uh, they know that in Africa. And so many, far, far fewer are dying in certain places. But in Europe and America, they're the highest death rates of COVID and also of vaccines, even though we yeah. have the best hospitals in those countries, but still the death rate's higher. If that doesn't show that it's genocide, that alone, right? Because why yeah. would the countries that are most advanced medically have the highest death rates? Well, because they're doing things to kill people. That's why. How yeah, you explain that? the hospitals have become killing fields. That, you know, right, I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, there's, again, there's so many stories, I mean, about people who have been in you know, in the hospital, their loved ones who've been in the hospital, whatever, and they, they beg the doctors to give them ivermectin, and the hospitals have just flat out refused. You know, they've followed this this protocol, I forget the precise name of it now, you know, med, uh, mandated by the NIH, you know, Fauci's yeah. people, and that that's what they're doing. They're killing people. I just watched uh, David Icke, um, well, just, just actually this afternoon, and he was talking with someone in the UK about Midazolam and the the the, uh, the specific protocol that they use in UK hospitals, a combination of midazolam and morphine. Yeah. Now that is nothing more than you know euthanasia, really. I mean, there's there's no way anybody's going to recover from from those end of life drugs. I mean, they're they're really specifically designed to usher people to the other side. And I um, mean, and you really have to wonder because you know we be, we're beginning to see now these tendencies in countries like Canada where they're actually advertising, you know, a medically assisted death to the great the general populace, you know, to yeah. people of all ages. Well, the you whole know, euthanasia question, I mean, that started a few decades ago, and I said from the beginning, it should not be permitted because it's going to become a big branch of pharmaceutical industry and they're going to be killing people for money. Yeah. I mean, now, you know, they give uh, chemotherapy for nine types of cancer that cannot be helped with chemotherapy, but they do it anyway because they make tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of dollars, well, in, you know, of billions course. of dollars. Yeah, uh, of so we shouldn't be surprised at these things. No. But, but uh, you know, uh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. You go ahead. I was. Uh, I've had a thought. Well, as I said, it's just the idea that uh, the Grim Reaper does seem to be having a bit of a field day. And, uh, ooh, you know, it's very... When, you know, to really stop, you really stop and think about it. I mean, I I make a point every day of looking at the sort of the uh, the toll, you know, in the in the news that I that comes up on my screen. I don't really read the mainstream media, but I do look for those kinds of things. And of course, Mark Crispin Miller. I don't know if you know who he is. Oh yes, a, yes. Yeah, he's an expert on propaganda here in New York. I mean, every few days he has a, yet another litany of people who died suddenly. And you know, you look at these things and you think, how can the normies, for want of a better term, how can they look at this this increasing toll of people dying and think it's it's just the way things are? I mean, I don't ever remember seeing such a. Of course, well, that football player. What was his name? It was uh, yeah, uh, two days. Uh, Damon. Demar, oh, Demar Demar Hamlin, I think. Yeah, oh, and he played for I follow football. Play? Oh, I don't either. But he plays for the Buffalo Bills, which of course is my home team. Yeah. Go Bills! You know, uh -huh. I haven't been a foot. I haven't been a football fan for many years, but. Uh, 
but yeah, you know, and there I watched the video, you know, there he's a, he's a safety, young safety, yeah. early twenties, you know, performs what you would consider a routine tackle, you know, yeah. not really something that you would think would be excessively violent. Yeah. And yet, you know, he, he gets up after the play and immediately falls flat in his back and yeah. then he's down for the count. And, you know, I, I followed up on the story and they spent nine minutes trying to get him to, uh, Wow. To breathe to breathe on his own on the field yeah. and they finally took him, you know, took him away. And I mean this is this is really a high profile uh medical emergency. You know, we've we, there's been a whole uh, screed, a dismal screed of soccer players everywhere all over the world. And yes, yeah. we've we've heard sort of seen little little stories, you know, about football players, but uh to have this happen during a game and they stopped the game, you know, they didn't, they didn't let yeah. the game go on. Yeah. This has to be something that would make certain people sit up and take notice. Now there's any number of, of commentators on Substack and what, what not that I read in the last couple of hours. Yeah. who say that they're reasonably convinced that if he isn't dead already, that he will be brain dead because you don't, yeah. you know, after not getting oxygen to the brain for nine minutes, there's no way that he, you know, he could retain his higher functioning, you know, <laughs> And well, yet, it, you know, we know what the story is. Oh, no, this yeah. doesn't possibly have anything to do with the fact that everybody on the Buffalo Bills had the bioweapons. Oh, it has nothing to do with that. You see, it's probably just some uh, some bookie, and he went to make yeah. money of his life betting you know, for yeah. the higher organization. Uh, what he did was he placed a bet on the game simply being stopped and not continued, and then he somehow poisoned this guy. So it would happen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, no, no that's this? that's a crazy conspiracy theory. I don't believe that, of course, at all. Uh, Martina Navratilova, you see that that she has? Yes, I did. Yeah, two types of cancer, and she got all her vaccines because she, last year or whatever it was she was making fun of people who don't want vaccines. Oh, these people are so stupid; they don't want vaccines. Well, Martina, yeah. now you had all your vaccines, and you have two types of cancer. Guess what? I don't have any. <laughs> yeah, but, but once again, it could be she would have gotten cancer anyway. You know, with vaccines. That's possible. Not, because people sure. do get, but the thing is, so many more cancer patients there are, and that's risen so drastically along with, you know, among the vaccinated people, among the vaccinated people. Well, it, I mean, you don't just hear, you really don't just hear of a, of a case where someone says, oh, so-and-so is diagnosed with, you know, stage one cancer. It's not too bad. Every time I hear a story, it's stage four. It's like all of a sudden, you know, all. Everybody has these malignant cancers oh, that have oh, metastasized. Yeah, I didn't think about. It. You're right. Yeah, that have metastasized to such a remarkable degree that very. Or, or you'll read. Or you'll read the headline says, "Oh, uh, died at home after a short illness." Right? You know. Oh yeah. Yeah. They had. They got the got a diagnosis of cancer. Died four days later. I mean, who ever heard of that? That's yeah, well, never happened before. Before we started recording, it talked about uh, two boxers, uh, Marvin Hagler and Tommy yeah. Hearns. Some people yeah. might remember them uh, middleweight. They had really epic fight, and they became famous. They had a fight in the ring, not you know personally. They 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 were both really famous, and uh, they became good friends in the years afterwards. Well, anyway, Marvin Hagler, I think he died. I forget beginning of last year. I forget exactly when it was. But Tommy Hearns immediately put out and said, yeah, I talked to Marvin. A couple of days after he got the vaccine, he said he felt terrible since he got the vaccine. He said, I don't know if I'm going to get through this. It's just terrible, listing all the symptoms. And a couple of days after that, the guy dropped dead, Hagler. Yeah. But then yeah. Hagler's family made it a point to say, oh, no, that wasn't because of the vaccines. Well, first of all, how would they know? 
Uh, second of all, isn't that a little suspicious? I mean, you know, one of your really good friends says, I feel so terrible since the vaccine. Oh, it's a horrible. I don't know what's going to happen to me. A couple of days later, he drops dead. It seems pretty obvious to me it's from the vaccines. So why would his family say that? I suspect either they're paid off really big by some powers pharma industry, deep state, whatever, uh, or they threatened them and said, hey, if you want your family to be alive and well next by next month, then you better say that it wasn't the vaccines. Yeah. But these things are going on all around. You know, these people that got vaccinated, I had an ex-girlfriend that uh, wrote to her for a birthday or whatever. This was like a year and a half ago. And but I saw that her Facebook activity had totally stopped. There's no sign of her anywhere on internet anymore, except things yeah. like five years old or whatever. And and uh, and I know she worked for the, some branch of the pharma industry in Spain, and she was totally for vaccines, also making fun of the people that you know didn't want vaccines. And she seems to have totally disappeared. Personally, I think she's dead. I, I yeah, can't she, explain that. She probably is. I, I remember that. Uh, I don't know if you remember way back at the beginning, there was that young nurse – Tiffany, um, Tiffany Dover. Oh, yes. She was, yes. She was injected right on uh, camera, of course, and collapsed immediately. Yeah, yeah. And then I, I read a, a follow-up on probably on BitChute or one of those things that said, you know, if you, if you look for her, you'll find that she's dead. And, of course, she's, she's also completely disappeared from, you know, social media, you know. And um, you, just, um, you just really have to wonder how much longer they think they can, um, they can cover this up. You know, I mean, it's, uh, uh, I was just reading here briefly that, uh, you know, Peter McCulloch really thinks probably that um, the young safety's injury was due to subclinical myocarditis. And of course, we know at this point, yeah. I, I think he, I think he, he's even made a point of saying that, you know. Well, he's probably, the greatest expert on that. Maybe the greatest in the world, myocarditis. Yeah, yeah. 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 He, th- he thought at first that it would be commotio cordis, you know, which can be caused by a, a sudden blow to the chest, but yeah. he's he's changed his position on that. And of course, that's what the mainstream is saying. Oh, yes, well, it's one of those fluky freak accidents that just happened to happen. But but he's come out and said, I mean, I can't quote you chapter and verse, but that basically he thinks that anybody who's had these shots is probably suffering from, you know, subclinical myocarditis. You know, yeah. it's not 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 detectable, but they've probably got elevated troponin levels that, you know, you wouldn't know about unless you had a blood test, you know. And yeah. um but I I I oh, wow. really think, you know, we were going to talk about predictions today. <laughs> I mean, I hate to make a dire prediction, but th- what I'm waiting to see yeah. now is is what's going to happen with all the opera singers. Oh. Because you know, hey, there are chances see, for you yet. Once the others all drop that, dead, yeah, that's it. You know, I, I'm I'm waiting for a better apartment and uh, for the resuscitation, so to speak, of my opera career. Because, <laughs> because you terrible? know, uh, I it, I do acting here in Japan, as you know, occasionally yeah, yeah, yeah. TV, maybe a tiny little movie role, whatever. But yeah. Uh, yeah, but there's so much more competition. So many people, yeah. more foreigners, are getting into that. But the, well, if most of them got the vaccines in a few years, if they all drop dead, then well, I could be a big star. <laughs> not that I wish for that to happen. Of course not. I don't care about a big star. I don't want millions of people to drop dead. But you, you know, you have to take it humorously sometimes because otherwise you'll just be crying all day. You know what I mean? Just it's so oh, tragic yeah. and so angering. Either you have to get totally depressed or totally violent and think we're going to go out and kill these people that are doing this to the humanity. Yeah. Uh, or you no, just take a sense of humor and think, oh, well, it's, it's fate or whatever, uh, you know. Yeah. Well, we're certainly seeing a lot of, a lot of actors dying, uh, of, and not just people in their 70s and 80s, but 50s and 
thirties, yeah. uh, or being disfigured like Justin Bieber with his. Oh yeah, with his uh, his Bell's palsy. Yeah, yeah, Bell's palsy. But the reason I mentioned the opera singers, of course, you you know you wouldn't know necessarily David, but um, the stress that's put on the body by singing, you know, classical vocalism oh, is yeah. is equivalent in in aerobic exertion to crew and boxing. So oh, I didn't I, know just, that. Wow. Uh, oh yeah. Oh sure, because you basically have to activate that um, that engine, that you know, aerobic engine, for want of a better term, <laughs> you know, just through just through inspiration and expiration. I may be a little extraneous movement here yeah. and there, but. All of that, you know, aerobic uh, power has to be engendered just simply by, you know, exhalation and inhalation. And it, it yeah. really puts a tremendous uh, aerobic stress on the body. I mean, that's uh, so I, wow. I wouldn't be surprised if we start s- seeing a few opera singers dropping um, because, uh, you know, it, it, it's definitely different than, say, being a pianist or, or a violinist or something. I yeah. mean, you, the, the body's the instrument and, you know. I think I, I I said to Elliot the other day, you know, that I, as a singer, I was always really clean in my discipline. You know, I never drank, and I certainly was never into drugs. I mean, you know, when your body's your instrument, you you take care of it. So, if all of these people have have submitted to these uh, injections in order to keep their jobs, as so many have, as as this poor young football player clearly yeah. did, along with everybody else on his team, then I wouldn't be surprised if we start seeing some of this in the, in the in the fine arts. You know, um, haven't been too many stories yet, but I'm I'm just well, Daniel Barenboim. I mean, okay, he was Daniel Barenboim. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. But he kind we of don't really know why, went away. but yeah, we don't know why, but it wouldn't surprise me. But yeah, and, and this is the thing: is is this this athletic exertion? Is they're like the canaries in the coal mine? You know, whether they be the soccer players first, yeah, because they obviously they obviously run all the time. Football players not as much, although they they do run in short bursts. But I mean. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure we're going to be seeing more of it because uh, that this is the vulnerability that everybody is pointing to. You know, this subclinical myocarditis, these the damage to the to the circulatory system by these these clotting agencies that these yeah. uh, injections evoke. You know, I mean, it's uh, pretty horrific on the face of it. And, yeah, just uh, imagining if I had been dumb enough to get you know, a couple of these vaccines. You know, with all the information coming out now, I would be absolutely terrified. You know, I yeah. think, oh my God, what did I do to myself? How long am I yeah. going to live? I'm not going to live be 103 anymore. That's been my plan for many years. And I say that only half jokingly. You know, I think if you yeah. program your mind to live a long time, you'll, you might just automatically do the things that will permit you to do that. But then, of course, maybe fate plays a role. But nonetheless, if I'd gotten those vaccines, like, oh my God, what did I do to myself? And how do you get it out of you? It'd be like having a monster in you or something. How do you get this out of you? And you can't. Well, there, there are... Um, there are holistic treatments that that people are, uh, but have they been demonstrated, proven to work? Um, I, I've uh, I haven't looked into it all that much, but I'm uh, because of my involvement with Mary Elizabeth, I'm on any number of acupuncture groups on Facebook, and yeah. I've I've read some stories of people who have not necessarily who have had the bioweapons. No, but actually, no, I actually did have an exchange with a a, a colleague and friend of ours from. Um, Australia, and she said she's been using some um, certain types of topical patches. I can give you the details once we get off yeah. that. Uh, she she yeah. says seem to be having at least a very good impact on the shedding. Now, I don't know about necessarily the actual physical damage occasion. No, but that's the, something you can't really measure. Itself. Too much. I yeah. mean, what I mean is, yeah. if, for example, if you get blood clotting because of these injections, and then you take some kind of, I don't know, 
whatever medic what yeah. you know uh, acupuncture whatever and then they do another yeah. blood test oh look there are no more clotting i mean something like that yeah, yeah. no Which, i haven't read ever anything about that uh Peter McCulloch did just did just publish something on his Substack, which uh, research I think just came out of was it Japan? I'm trying to remember here. I've got it here. Oh yes, uh, I saw not from you him, saw, but from Rafa Pal saw, here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're going to do some. They're going to start an official investigation in the vaccines because all the people that have been harmed. In yeah. other words, that's coming yeah. out. You know, from a number of uh, people. There was some guy. Uh, some professor who was yelling at some of the people, uh, functionaries working in the, yeah. in the health ministry. He was just absolutely yelling. How can you be so stupid? How could you let this go through, etc.? But now more yeah. are coming out in Japan. And when when that happens in Japan, that means something because the Japanese just adapt, adapt. They don't they don't get uppity. You know, they're just the perfect slave mentality, so to speak. So when you have a number of uh, competent Japanese uh, uh, professors, uh, physicians coming out and really speaking their mind, uh, that means more than it would in another country, yeah. actually. Uh, yeah. So they're going to launch an official investigation. That is big. That yeah. is really big. And uh, yeah, uh, you have to wonder. Although, on the other hand, my wife said the Japanese have published articles saying that the cancer rate has actually gone down. And I said, yeah, oh, does that mean just the cancer patients are dead? <laughs> That's probably what it means. They've been they've been bundling uh, in cancer deaths with COVID deaths here in, in the United States. I just read that in um Oh I think it was in I think it was in Robert Malone's book. Um because either that's a, a lie, either that's a lie. They said the cancer rate's going down, or maybe the cancer patients are just dying off, and so well, there are no more cases because they're dead. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, in in theirs, they're they're deliberately moving cancer deaths into COVID deaths, so they're hiding the uh, their cancer deaths here. Um, oh yeah. Again, yeah. I, and just saying I, I, they're COVID deaths, right? Not vaccine deaths. They're saying they're COVID. They blame it all they're on COVID, COVID. deaths. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. But Damn. interestingly enough, uh, apropos of our discussion of ivermectin, uh, Peter McCulloch posted today that the team out of Ace Marcel, Marseille rather, Ace, yeah. Ace Marseille, just did a study in which they demonstrated conclusively the action of ivermectin, which blocked hemagglutination when added to red blood cells prior to the introduction of spike protein and then reversed it afterwards. So this is really definitive um evidence yeah. uh, that this is why ivermectin has the impact it does upon people who have had the injections that you wouldn't wow. think, you know, you wouldn't think, I mean, he actually says earlier on, he says, why does this, you know, this uh, particular drug, why does it have the impact it does, you know, but he, because he was really quite, he says, he says, in listening to the stories, I often ask myself, how on earth could this substance, macrocylic lactone derived from a bacteria, streptomyces, Avermectinius found in a soil sample on a golf course in Japan possibly work such miracles. Yeah. <laughs> so truly, these testimonies struck me as the most wondrous stories I'd ever heard. And he wondered whether it was a fluke. But now, apparently, you know, after all that demonization of, of ivermectin that they did, yeah. you know, with 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 Joe Rogan, you know, and of course with with Trump yeah. and everybody else, there's you know, there's this now. This studies come forward and said this is why ivermectin has the impact it does. And I remember seeing a video with. I think a doctor from uh, Israel, or maybe it was um, Robert Young, which showed that ivermectin had an almost immediate impact on the the, the clots that occurred after these injections. It's just like wow. mirac miraculous. Yeah, yeah. I've seen video. Yeah. 
So that's good. I mean, uh, you know, and that's a, a little bit of a, you know, a slap at the Grim Reapers saying, you know, maybe you're, you're, you're taking the field, you know, today, but, you know, there are uh, counter currents now that are coming to play that uh, may well, uh, was, take and your... Since the CDC knew this about ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine, yes. and they yes. purposely hid it, uh, how many are going to be executed? From CDC, I can't imagine they just get off. I mean, a lot of people work there; they don't have any idea. They weren't told this. Not everybody works at CDC, but those in charge knew about it. And I would say, you know, trial uh, found guilty, which they obviously are. I would say, but you have to have yeah. the trial, of course, and prove it in court. Uh, and then yeah. uh, execution. Uh, how many executions do you think we're going to be seeing down the road? Oh God! I mean, I how. It's not how not many virtually. deserve it, because we're not going to see as many as deserve it. For example, after the Nuremberg trials in Nazi Germany, they hanged 38 people, I believe it was. 38 people. Yeah. So yeah. many got off, and, uh, and someone came to America, Operation Paperclip, right? <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Uh, but here well, in this I mean, thing, I can't imagine they only uh, throw them in jail for you know the rest of their lives or whatever. These people deserve to be executed. If anybody does, in all of history, these people deserve to be executed. But, how, but on the other hand, we can't execute every doctor that didn't inform his patients about the possible side effects or was too dumb to even ask. Uh, we, yeah. can't, you know, we can't be executing doctors and nurses like half of them in the country or throw them yeah. in prison for many years because then the whole health system breaks down. But as far as the ones that were in the know, like maybe directors of hospitals as a doctor, what, you used ivermectin? Well, yes, but I, I, I cured 80% of the patients. That's a better number of my colleagues. That, that doesn't matter. You're going to be fired if you use it again those people yeah. deserve to be executed yeah i agree because that's all about the profit motives you see yeah I mean, if they're we thinking can... we want to make more money so therefore we don't care if people die and we're killing people uh hey this is execution and the ones who made these things these vaccines with this purpose uh that wasn't just the profit motive obviously right <laughs> obviously because you yeah it was part of a plan to to commit mass genocide. Yeah, I mean, I, on a worldwide I think scale. While many would dispute it, I I don't think there's any. I mean, certainly if we if we look at the the spokesman for the genocide, Mr. Gates, who has said, well, you know, if we do a really good job with vaccines, we can probably reduce the population by ten or fifteen percent. Yeah, I like mean, by five years I, ago, he said that. How yeah, how do you reduce I, I the population using vaccines unless you use yeah. them to kill people? And he said this in a TED.com com talk. People say, yeah, oh, he, he just yeah. made, uh, yeah, he just oh, he just made a slip, or, yeah, Freudian slip, telling the truth. Yeah, I once. guess. Yeah, I guess. How could you make a mistake like that? I mean, seriously. Besides oh, I mean, the fact, I don't think Bill Gates is any genius. I've seen him talk so many times, and uh, no, this guy's no genius. You have to really wonder. Some say he was just propped up like Zuckerberg was. You know the story about how he was a genius teenager that made you know start Microsoft in his garage. It, it was really other forces that stole it from somebody Microsoft. else. Yeah, uh, yeah, and they yeah. said, "Hey, hey, kid, you want to make a lot of money and everything?" Because this guy does not seem like a genius to me. He seems like he's retarded sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, uh, the but way I mean, he answers questions, it's like, what's the matter with this guy? Yeah, if that's not a, an overt statement of program, I don't know what is. Um, and uh, again, the, the 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 paper trail for this kind of thing is goes back decades. You know, we can yes. we can talk about all. I mean, all the the people, the the major players who have made statements to some effect about you know reducing world population, and um, clearly, and of course, there's the um, 
the what's columns that fell down the uh in Georgia, I'm, I'm blanking. Oh, the Guidestones, right? They they, yeah. they talked about reducing population to 500 million people worldwide. That's yeah. uh, that's quite a call. That's a quite uh, you know. A, yeah, uh, although if you you know with the Guidestones there, and I think didn't we do a talk on that? Or I did a talk. We uh, did. No, we did. Yeah. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. we did. But when you look at the exact text of Guidestones. And if you assume that they put them up in case there's like a big nuclear war and humanity has to start over, it's really good advice what the Guidestones are giving. Oh, yeah. yeah. I know they mentioned the 500 million figure that, you know, but in other words, if almost all of humanity is wiped out and you have to build up humanity, be careful you don't you know, create too many people. That's not the same as saying we have to kill off everybody now except for 500 million people. You know what I mean? But In other words, the people that put up the guy stones could have been well, could have been well-meaning people, and they're just being yeah. misinterpreted. Could be. Well, on the other hand, certainly. it doesn't matter because if people, you know, the people who are onto the deep state, if they see the guide stones as a symbol of the evil of deep state, then that's the way they take it, and that has a big influence on society. So, yeah, you know, who who actually commissioned the guide stones? Nobody knows. No, nobody really knows. They're not sure who did that, as I, I recall. But uh, so the yeah. guide zones, I don't know. But yeah, others have said you know, the population should be much lower and people shouldn't reproduce and da da da. And what's the ideal? Whether it's five hundred million, a billion, uh, one hundred million, you know, how many do you need? Let's get rid of all the superfluous people. And let me make a confession now. You know, maybe I'm uh, evil. Maybe I'm a grim reaper in disguise, or would be grim reaper. But you've you know, moved on from. Grinch to Grim Reaper. Well, yes, and let me tell you, there's sometimes the lateral move. People, I'm going to make a big (laughs) confession here. You might hate me after I say this. Michelangelo, you two, you might never want to talk to me again. Okay. Because maybe I'm not alone on this, but I don't know. There are many times, like when I lived in Europe, even when I lived here, and you know, when I was younger, you walk down the street in Spain. Oh, that's a beautiful girl. That's a beautiful girl. But then there are always others that get in the way, like these men or guys or, you know, <laughs> old women. And sometimes I've, and I actually thought the deck is go, wouldn't it be nice if I snap my fingers and all these undesirables would just go away and only the beautiful girls would remain uh, with, along with me, of course. Ah, was yes. I maybe a, a, a closet globalist? Wanting to kill off a lot of the population? Because I just remembered that, you know, and not not recently, but years ago. And, you know, not that I thought they should all drop dead exactly, but I thought, wouldn't it be nice if we just snapped my fingers, they're all transported to another planet, and only the beautiful girls and I remain. Wouldn't that be paradise? Yeah. And, you know, well, maybe, and I'm saying that, well, jokingly, part, although I did think that just because my mind goes in those directions, but I didn't think of actually killing people. But I'm thinking, you know, maybe in a way, that's what's being done and planned by people like, Klaus Faber, whatever, they see humanity and think, well, wouldn't it be nice if only intelligent, good-looking people who had common sense who didn't believe in God, you know, that's a, if only they exist. Yeah, yeah. And the others, we just get rid of them. In a sense, it's an, a, an exaggerated extension of those funny thoughts that I had in my head. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the, um, uh, what, um, what is it? That's the, um, that's the allure, you know, it's like we, we've talked often about the double-edged, uh, aspects of some of these things that have been brooded about like you know universal basic income and all these things on the surface of it you think oh well that's not a bad idea so you know the idea of 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 um how should we put it you know uh refining the essence of humanity you know through selective (laughs) boy talk about uh, euphemisms (laughs) 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 we'll refine the essence of humanity uh what does that mean exactly well it means we're going to raise humanity to a much 
higher level than it has ever seen. But but what does that mean? We're going to perfect the human. But what do you mean? Okay, we're going to kill seven billion people. <laughs> it's kind of like that, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's right. And that's the thing on the on the on the surface of it. You think, oh, that's not such a horrible idea, right? The idea that we would, as I said, refine humanity. refine the essence. You know. Uh, like, well, like we breed animals, people. right? You want a racehorse, so you breed them to be a racehorse. You want a farm yeah. horse, and you breed big, strong, powerful horses. Yeah. And and yeah. you can do the same with people. You actually can. We do it with all kinds of other animals, like with dogs. and. Yeah, the and, ruling and, families of Europe have been doing it for centuries. Yeah, it isn't funny with dogs. You say, oh, well, you know, my dog's very yours because I have a purebred German Shepherd, but yours is half something else, right? Yeah. In other words – People are racist with dogs even. Oh, but, you know, the purebreds, they cost more money. They're special. But when people talk about doing it with humans, then suddenly you know, you're Hitler. Yeah. Well, I say we shouldn't do it with, with animals either, but we do because we want the fastest horse or the most intelligent dog or whatever. And it's just a small step. And then, wait, hey, why don't we do this with people too so future of humanity is better? I don't no. believe in doing that. Let me say once again, I don't believe in that. I think no. that you could be, you could be born – uh, crippled and uh, retarded, but your life could have more meaning than than yours or mine. Yep. Now people are going to say, "What? What do you mean by that?" Well, we won't get into spirituality. Well, there are, there are reincarnation, want- such things there, but it, your, the life could have more meaning than 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 most other lives, and we we're sure. not to judge that. No, no. Well, we could certainly think of remarkable examples of people born with obvious handicaps who achieved great things. Yeah. I mean, that's the. That's the terrible irony. And of course, the, the thing is, is that, as I sort of alluded to in a kidding way, but the idea that, you know, the ruling families of Europe have been, you know, uh, selectively breeding for uh, centuries. And unfortunately, that doesn't produce the most healthy and viable uh, offspring over time. You have to have the introduction of, you know, Unless you consider a higher uh, trait if your ears really stick out a lot, like oh, yeah. present case. Yeah. And then maybe, you know, maybe you can hear better that way. I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you have to consider hybrid vitality, right? That you have to introduce other, other strains into the gene pool in order to, to keep it uh, vital. You know? Right. So, yeah. Yeah. And, but anyway, uh, but you know, that's the, that's the weird paradox of that, of, of thinking, oh, well, maybe on the face of it, that's not such a terrible idea. And then the other thing you and I have discussed, of course, before is that, is there an element of eschatology in all this that these agencies, which we might want to construe as being evil, are in fact serving a higher purpose, you know, that is beyond the comprehension of mere mortals like you and me, but that there's been, you know, some determination that, yes, the the population on this little blue-green marble does have to be reduced for whatever reason, and they're just, you know, doing the work of the angels, and we're we're condemning yeah. them for it. Two possible uh, scenarios, though I don't believe them, but possible yeah. would be yeah. either aliens have dictated, look, a lot of humans have to die for this or this reason, and so mm-hmm. if you don't do it, we're going to do it, and the way we do it would be less pleasant. So come up with an idea, and they came up with a vaccine idea. I don't believe that. No evidence yeah. that I see for that whatsoever, but. I can't rule it out as totally impossible. Another possibility yeah. for you religious folks out there, maybe God himself gave some message, <laughs> you know, Jesus, an angel, whatever, a lot of humanity has to die, uh, yeah, which I also cool. don't believe at all. I would, I would think the alien idea would be would be more acceptable in a sense. Yeah. Although, you know, well, it could appear your- as an angel, but really it was an alien or the other way around. If you read your Bible, there's certainly precedent for this sort of uh, cataclysm. Uh, Reducing the population of the planet. Uh, yeah, but you know, they use the Bible as 
you know, solid evidence of practically anything to me seems like folly. I know some people won't accept that, uh, but people, uh, how can I put it? Generally, people wear blinders. Yeah. They don't take into consideration that humanity, unless you believe the world's only say seven thousand years old, right? But, but even then, you know, there were thousands of years with no Bible, and knowing yeah. that humanity is really maybe what one hundred and forty thousand years old, whatever you know, the modern species, but it really goes back further than that. People, uh, creatures that were almost human and could think and were intelligent, etc. And for all that time, nobody knew who Jesus Christ was. Nobody knew what the Bible was. But to think that all that time, there were no uh, spiritual people, there were no people had a good understanding of God, that's totally ridiculous to me. Of course, there are people that knew those things. Besides which, even in this world, if you're born in Western society, you might believe, oh, you're a total Bible believer. You're born in the Arab world, but then you're a Quran believer or a Bhagavad Gita believer if you're in, in, in India. And don't people ever think, well, wait a minute, why is it that our holy book is the whole truth and the others are all wrong? Don't they see that yeah. as a kind of arrogance, which it actually is? It's well, sure, like it's very limited arrogance. And I'm not saying the Bible has no wisdom in it. Uh, look at the, uh, Thomas Jefferson. He created what we call the Thomas Jefferson Bible. That was simply the words of Jesus Christ, <laughs> a very small yeah. volume. But he said, that's yeah. really all I need. And when you get right down to it, uh, yes, uh, that's really all people would need. But instead, they're trying to interpret and reinterpret and twist aroundedly interpret the Old Testament to make it seem like the God of the Old Testament was a good God. He was really a monster. I won't go into that now, but you think of the story of Job. There's God sitting around having a tea time chat with Satan. And Satan says, you know, that guy, Job, that, I mean, you have to really think about it. Why was God sitting there next to the devil? Say, and Satan, you know, you say that Job is such a good man, but but if you let him suffer, he won't be. Oh, no, well, let's have a bet. God is betting with the devil? I mean, who could believe such nonsense? So no. God's a gambler. But he's, he's a cheat as well. He's worse than a gambler because since God knows everything, he knows he's going to win the bet, right? <laughs> so the, the wheel is crooked from the beginning. How could anybody believe such nonsense? And yet you have millions out there. Oh, yes, the story of Job. And the, so, you know, uh, damn, uh, what can you say? Yeah. I sh maybe I shouldn't have gone on that particular rant because it might be good Christians listening. But hey, good Christians. I'm, and, and Christians in general, I've noticed some are really good people. I mean, the ones that are real, you know, Bible believers. Once I know they're good, decent people. They don't swear all the time. They're they can be kind and they can be helpful much more than you'll see in the in the political left. Let me tell you. But on the other hand, you know, especially in this channel, I want to call the shots as I see them. And when you see some of the ridiculous beliefs that people have, so uh, I don't know what got me on that particular <laughs> rant there. But uh, but let's face it. <laughs> you know? Well, you know you. You you weren't prepared to think of yourself as the next Noah, I guess. You know, <laughs> <laughs> no, being <laughs> Noah, Noah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that story too. Somebody said, calculated the eighth in the nineteenth century. Pers uh, uh, what's his name? Cursey Graves. Really funny uh, oh, yeah. books. Oh yeah, Cursey Graves. Graves. Yeah. He was an atheist. I'm not. I, I, I'm yeah. a theist. I'm not an atheist. But he said yeah. just to be able to feed the two elephants on that ark. You would need a boat, you know, it's so big that it would be back like a U.S. Navy aircraft carrier, which, of course, they didn't have back then. And there's no way – and to have the food for all those animals would be totally impossible. And so why are people telling this ridiculous story? There you go. It's just another – just where do we get into biblical talks? And 
you probably won't want to partake because I'm going to become the most hated person in the world. The left is going to hate me. The right is going to hate me. Everybody is. But hate people, I'm just telling it as I see it. If you have evidence the contrary, please show it to me. And if you don't, then consider the possibility that I'm right because in such things, I think I am right. <laughs> you know, people yep. believe such weird things. But then to connect it to this topic, which I really intended to do, just as religious people believe some things are totally ridiculous, we have in the left the same thing. They believe that it's fine to censor Nobel Prize winners even when they when they have objections to vaccines. Oh, no, uh, they just might be crazy. Don't listen to them. Well, to me, that's even more insane because that's ca causing a lot of them to get killed. Yeah. You know, somebody believes in the, in the whole Bible as it is. Okay, fine. They believe in flat earth theory. That's the best one. <laughs> just ridiculous flat earth theory. If people believe that, okay – there used to be people who believe in entire lives and they could have good and happy lives. That's not going to kill you to think the earth is flat. Don't try to get a job as a pilot or as anything in science, right? But yep. uh, but but you can believe that and if you're a carpenter, for example, believe the earth is flat and you have a perfectly happy life. But believe that these vaccines are all good and get a whole bunch of them and your life isn't going to be so happy and it might be ended very prematurely. So who's more stupid? Ultimately, the flat earth people or the people who think all oh, these vaccines must be good because I heard it on TV. Who's yeah. more stupid in the end? Uh, that's worth thinking about, I would say. Well, I think it's um, I mean, I think I've, I've discussed this with you previously, but, you know, this the Western allopathic medicine paradigm is uh, one that is clearly, you know, wreaking havoc on the planet at this point. And I think it's. It's showing us that there have to be other ways of looking at at health. You know. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> you know we we've uh, we've sort of inculcated a, a number of generations now who think that the only solution to a, a health problem is is to take a pill or, or you know uh, or in this case have an injection. You know, and they're they're not prepared to take responsibility for their health, nor are their physicians. You know. Um, willing to to acknowledge the fact that you know illness is not necessarily the product of external forces but you know stems from certain internal disharmonies you know and uh you know what's interesting here uh well, yeah. many things go in many directions here but it just popped yeah. into my mind when you yeah. think of what it used to be like in the religious age say a few hundred years ago yeah when bad things happened it was always satan right right oh the whole city was destroyed by an earthquake, Lisbon earthquake, November 1st, 1755. And, and the Protestants laughed. Oh, yeah, God doesn't like those damn Catholics. So he, he gave – and, and the Catholics were like, well, God must want to punish us for our sins. It's always something else instead. <laughs> well, in the case of an earthquake, it's simply an earthquake and you know people get caught up in it for whatever reasons. But yeah. here too, it's always – uh, looking for a solution outside of one. It's like, oh, sickness. Sickness is the enemy. It's like right. the demons of old. It used to be 500 years ago. You get sickness. Oh, you, the devil is in you doing something, right? And now it's yeah. germs. It's viruses in you. And we have to fight. We have to fight the sickness. We have to fight cancer. We have to fight germs. Instead of thinking, now let's concentrate on the positive, let's concentrate on cultivating good health. And back then, instead of always blaming Satan for the sins, instead of focusing on the sins and how we have to avoid sins, 
prevent Satan, you know, all these negative things, just thinking, how can I love God and humanity more and become a harmonious person? Instead of focusing on the positive, we focus on the negative. It's like Anthony Robbins said in one of his talks, he was learning how to drive a racing car because he was already rich and wanted to do it, right? And yeah. he had a, a trainer there in the car. And, and the trainer said, now, when we go, when you go around the big curve there, it had like rubber with the wall so you wouldn't kill yourself. He said, don't look at the wall and think about that. Just look at the road and concentrate when you want to go. But what happens anthony robbins seeing the wall approaching with the curve he comes in the wall and he bumped into the wall the trainer said yeah. see that was your mistake don't concentrate on the negative concentrate on the positive and yeah. yet so often with religion they concentrate on the negative i don't want to go to hell and i don't want to let satan tempt me instead of just thinking i'm going to become a more harmonious loving good person concentrating on the positive and here instead of thinking well i have to fight off COVID, i have to do the yeah. no thinking i'm going to be as healthy as i can isn't that the new paradigm of the future, or shouldn't it be? It should be. I mean, and it really is an outgrowth, I think, of of you know more traditional medical paradigms. I mean, I, I know you know that I'm an, an inherent, although I'm not trained, you know, in in Chinese medicine. Yeah. And uh, you know, as as is the case with all traditional medicines, Chinese medicine has no truck with germ theory. It, it doesn't recognize germ theory as being a, an acceptable paradigm for for illness. It, mm. It sees illness as a as a product of disharmony, you know, within within the physical body, and then that can be uh, engendered by external agencies like you know cold, heat, damp, dry, etc., or you know by emotional uh, things that you know set people off kilter. But it's uh, it really is a it does presume that component of responsibility that you. That you mentioned, not only because it's it's ultimately it's the responsibility of the patient to to take steps to reestablish that basic harmony, but it's also the fact that there's no reward within these traditional medical paradigms for for physicians who kill their patients. Right? You only you only got paid if your patient recovered, and yes. that and that's of course. And now the, with the, COVID, you get money when the patient dies in hospitals, yeah, right? They get yeah. thousands of dollars when somebody has COVID. As opposed to yeah. seasonal flu, which is why seasonal flu disappeared, because yeah. if you have seasonal flu, they don't get extra money. But if the patient has COVID, they get extra money. If the patient dies, they get tens of thousands of dollars to hospitals. A lot of people yeah. don't know that, but yes, it has happened from the very beginning. Oh, yeah. And, and that's the worm in the apple, you see, of this, uh, of this paradigm is the idea that it can be corrupted for purposes of profit. And clearly, we, we see this writ large in the, uh, the manifold violations that have been committed by medical organizations since the very beginning of this fraud back in March 2020. I mean, we just have to go look at, at the evidence and see what's, what's going on. And the, and the thing is now that I think more and more people are aware of it. I, I read an astonishing statistic. I was trying to find it while we were talking where they said that 48% of Americans now believe that the bioweapons are not safe. Yeah, it's also like about 50%. Yeah, so that's really... Astonishing, and you can see it, of course, reflected in the the unwillingness now for people to uh, uptake the the boosters. They're not doing it. One point four percent, I think, of people or something has has had the the latest booster. I mean, that's a that's a pretty uh, apropos of slaps in the face of the Grim Reaper. I mean, that's pretty that's a pretty uh, severe slap in the face for the pharmacomedical cabal. You know that they, yeah. despite the fact that all they do is inundate us every day with you know the safe and effective mantra and yeah. oh yes you know you need it it's not working 
and uh, that that's hopeful, I think, you know, uh, but but yet still we have this this ongoing, uh, you know, carnage is really the only word that comes to mind. Yeah, well, it's know, plain but, that despite the many, many thousands of deaths, of course, they're hiding. It was up to 32,000 officially, I think about yeah. seven, eight months ago, but then it kind of it just evened off. It didn't grow because they're taking they're just hiding. Yeah. Obviously, more people are dying, but they don't want that to be known. Uh, some yeah. estimate that in the world, there have been several million people already killed uh, by the, the vaccines. Yeah, right? I, I'm sure that's the case. And yeah. also, mm-hmm. the fact they didn't get ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine when they had COVID, some say up to 80% of COVID deaths could have been prevented, prevented. through this sure, thing. So in other words, now we're talking about maybe how many people died in the world of COVID? Well, supposedly, you'd have to reduce the number because they yeah. exaggerate. But if it's yeah, 8 million, yeah. say, that means maybe 6 million could have been saved. Yeah. Let's talk about... But even at, even at that, I mean, if, if we accept the historical record, that's a paltry amount compared to the Spanish flu. 50 million worldwide, according to the historical record, if I remember correctly. You know, So it, it yes, yes. S- certainly never warranted the, uh, oh, of course the, not. And so many of those scale. deaths were also seasonal flu deaths or even like motorcycle accidents. I saw a case oh, yeah. where oh, a nurse yeah. said the doctor, even though a guy came in, he was all bashed up from a motorcycle accident. Doctor said, oh, write it down as a COVID death. She said, what? Doctor said, well, yes, he could have passed out because of COVID and had the accident. But what he's really thinking was this hospital is going to get 20,000 bucks if he died of COVID. So we write it down as COVID. These yeah, are the yeah, crimes sure. are being com- – and that alone is a terrible crime to do something like yeah. that. Oh, yeah, no, it's terrible. But my I mean, questions for you would be, first of all, yeah. this, at the pace it's going now, and uh, let's assume one thing. The evil yeah. ones that started this with genocide, they didn't plan to, oh, we'll give a million people a shot and a million drop dead right away. Obviously not. They wanted to weaken the immune systems, but because of the way these drugs interact with your body, some people will die maybe immediately when you give them the shot. Some after a day or two, some after a week, some after a month, and some after 10 years. But they'll be dying yeah. before their time. Could be a 20-year-old that gets cancer when he's you know, 30 years old or whatever. And normally yeah. he might not have gotten that cancer or probably wouldn't have. So my yeah. question would be this great uh, die-off, I think we could say. Yeah. How long do you think this is going to continue? Do you think maybe even 40 years from now, somebody who got the shot as a, say, six-year-old kid is only 46? Oh, look, but they got this now. Do you think it's going to be a subject in <laughs> decades down the road? Or do you think most that are going to die are going to die within the next five years? What are your feelings there? Any intuitions or projections well, I know, based uh, on? I'm trying to think. Is it Dolores Cahill or some, one of the, the female commentators on this has said she thinks there'll be a a huge die-off within five years. Um, hey, Deagle.com, remember that website we talked yes, about Yes, Deagle, yes. That yes. obviously was like CIA or something, really strange. It wasn't, they didn't put this up for clickbait because they weren't advertising anything to sell. It was just about technical specifications of, of military aircraft and tanks and things like that. But they yeah. predicted as early as 2014 that by 2025, the population in America would be 100,000. I saw that in 2019. I thought, what? A hundred thousand, excuse me, a hundred million, <laughs> not a hundred thousand. Yeah, <laughs> well, that'd be really bad. Oh, wow, well, yeah. But uh, anyway, I thought, what, the American population that's thir- 330 million is going to be reduced to a hundred million? Two-thirds of people yeah. gone? They didn't say yeah. why. And they put no. a lot of, well, we, we're not, we don't know for sure, but these are projections based on what we, but I thought something big has to be coming and and they predicted for 2025. Yeah, a year ago, they took that page down because so many people were becoming aware of it. Yeah. But why would they say that? And I heard somebody say, 
somebody talked about the, the medical aspects of this, said, yeah, this could end up killing two-thirds American population. Well, that would be then 100 million left over. <laughs> well, I mean, two-thirds of the population did, did the initial uptake of, of the bioweapons. So, I, mean, I think it's just 20, 26% have never had any injection. So, that's maybe not Do you think it will really come to that? Do you think that in America, we're looking at, say, let's say, be a little more optimistic, a little 10 years down the road, America only has, well, no, it'll have more than 100 million because they're letting in so many foreigners. I think that's probably the plan. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So maybe it'll still have 300 million, but most it'll be a third world country by population. Uh, And those people would be easier to control as well. First of all, because they're foreigners and for a whole number of reasons. But do you think the American population as was, say, two, three years ago, will be reduced to 100 million? In other words, say American Mm. whites, American blacks, American Asians, the numbers are just – do you think that's really Uh, going to happen to that extent? I hope not. Um, My brother told me something interesting. uh, He works in the post office, as you know, and he said there's so many people working there now, foreigners – but mm-hmm. guess where they're from? Uh, El Salvador? Nepal. Oh, oh, Nepal. Yes, of course. Yeah, we've got lots of Nepalese. <laughs> and, and I'm thinking, because I said, well, uh, they're probably Hispanics. No, no, he said not Hispanics. There's you know, a steady number of those. Yeah, of course. But yeah, yeah. Uh, but he said so many are Nepalese. And he gets along with it. He said, yes, he might find people. But oh, uh, why people, are these yeah. people, so people from Nepal, Working now in the post office in the U.S. Have you done this? Nepal? I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's Mexico, Um, okay. You know, they're neighbors, and so many are there anyway. But Nepal. So, is this part of the plan? And let's start importing people from certain countries to other countries, and because we know a lot of. I I told my brother he should ask him if they're vaccinated. Yeah, and you know why? Well, would they have to be? Because maybe well, the plan I mean, is we reduce the American population, you know, whites and blacks mainly, yeah, those and then burgers, we replace yeah. them with unvaccinated people that are going to, you know, take up the slack and do the work, but we can control them more easily. Yeah. Could could that be the plan? I said he should ask every person in Nepal, out of curiosity, were you vaccinated? They all say nope. Then it's it's really worrisome. <laughs> in other words, yeah, yeah, I don't think vaccinate they could get the Americans. In. Don't vaccinate the foreigners. You know, all the people. Who's, Pouring across well, the border, you know, they don't have to be vaccinated, right? Yeah, yeah. Those people coming across the southern border, there's certainly evidence to suggest they're they're not being forced to. Uh, right. So, in other words, we're, they're replacing the American population that they're trying to kill off with people from other countries that can be more easily controlled. And yeah. it, oh, would, I mean, that wouldn't wow. surprise me. Yeah. No, if we, we don't know if 100% that's true. I'm sure maybe a lot of foreigners did get the vaccine because they think it's good, but we know they weren't being forced to do that. Or yeah. even pressure, they could just come across the border. And these Nepalese, I'd be interested. I'd see what my well, you know, they're 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 immigrants. They'll live in a more modest way. They won't need to have all the the creature comforts, and that'll be good for the planet. Because exactly, you know, they, if they, they say you can't go more than fifteen minutes away from your home, they say, okay, we won't do that. My brother said they're good workers. He said they have really good work ethic because they want to prove themselves in their new country. And you can't blame these people. They were given a chance, and now they're living in America, making more money they ever could have made in Nepal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And providing for their children, but uh, yeah, no, we have a lot of oh, Nepalese wow. uh, 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 tellers, etc. Not tellers, or what's cashiers uh, and people in our health food store right across the street from us, and they're lovely people. They're really very hardworking. What's the population uh, of Nepal? I have no idea. So it's a lot less now. 
Yeah, it's been depopulated <laughs> another way. They just bring them all to America. I'm looking yeah. here at Nepal and Wikipedia. Uh, it's you know I never even thought about that. What's the population of Nepal? I can't even. Why, why am I not seeing that here? They usually have the capital, largest city, languages, ethnic groups, religions. Have a whole bunch of religions there. Formation. Uh, I've got uh, citizens expected to surpass 30, 30 million people in 2022. Yeah, it's less than Spain. Yeah. Spain has about now 48 million people. I think 8 million of those are foreigners by my calculations. But yeah. 30 point, oh, look, 30,666 million people. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> Who are we oh, letting into the country? Uh, could these be some <laughs> kind of demon? No, I'm sure they're fine people. And uh, yeah, but so many Nepalese I just never heard of that you hear from El Salvador you know and yeah yeah well that's what forever, we would expect yeah yeah, yeah. But, and but Japanese no, well, you not know a what? single Japanese there I said no Japanese they don't go work in the post office in America they no they stay not. in Japan normally you know they, yeah well you know Edward Dowd of course has talked about the the die off in the um the working age people you know the, the was it 25 to 40 demographic that they're they're being Oh, from eight, the working age between 18 and 65. There you go. Working age people. But and, the, the, and, but and their the uh, death rate is yeah. higher than the general population, which normally has a higher death rate because you have the old people, yeah. the people who can't work. Yeah. And I remember seeing a video on Telegram from a woman who said she worked in a, in a Fortune 500 companies as a, uh, a staffing person, for want of a better term. And, uh, they, this was a year and a half ago, and they were saying, oh, yeah, we're going to need a lot more office workers in about three years. So uh, I think there's there's this oh. awareness, you know, that this, this what do we call it, laptop class, I guess the technical yeah. the laptop class, that they're going to be, you know, mown down by our, our dear friend the Reaper in, in, in record numbers. You know? Well, here, here you go. I just noticed here on the screen as you were talking, yeah. um, the motto of Nepal now, let me tell you the motto. The motto is, listen carefully. Okay. I'm listening. Janani Janmabhumischa Swargadapi Gariyasi. Well, there you go. And for those whose, whose Nepalese <laughs> maybe is a little weak for lack of practice, this means mother and motherland are greater than heaven. Oh, that's Think of this. In other words... Think of, of, of globalists. They don't want yeah. people that say heaven is the greatest, do they now? People know no, the mother and motherland. In other yeah. words, what the country tells you to do, that's more important than heaven. Well, that's just the type of people they want over in the States, the yeah. atheist leftists, right? They don't yeah. want people saying, no, but God is the highest authority. They Oh, no, no. Mother and motherland are greater. Yeah. Than heaven, it's really just well, mother and fatherland. For the German, it was Vaterland, you know, the fatherland. Yeah, yeah. But for Russia, yeah. it was the motherland. Yeah. <laughs> Where does that come from? You know, why? <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, well, I mean, symbolically, Earth is is very much a, a feminine concept, archetypally. So you know, we associate. Yeah, but but, but why in Germany was the fatherland? Were they more patriarchal? I mean, the Russians are were pretty patriarchal, but still, with communism, they became less patriarchal. Actually, could that be why yeah. the motherland? That's another conversation. Yeah. I know it just struck me here. Well, I think you know the the um, there was such a there was such a stratified uh, uh, stru structure, you know, to to uh, the Russia under the czars, right? You had the czars, of course, up at the top of the pyramid, but then you had all the kulaks, 
you know, hundreds of thousands or millions of kulaks. So they were very close to the land, you know, and uh, so that might have something to do with the idea of, of motherland with the Russians. Not sure why it wouldn't have taken so much with uh, the Germans as well. But, but uh, yeah, because there was it was the Svatland, you know, the yeah, Svatland, yeah. land. Yeah. But German yeah. society was very patriarchal. Yeah, yeah. Not not so much anymore, but always was. Uh, Wow. Well, you will have to see what the future brings. Uh, I don't know. I mean, some are saying like well over a billion people could be killed by these vaccines in the course of like next five years, whatever. Uh, and it, it could well be because the numbers that have been vaccinated, so to speak, with poison, oh, I'll say. They're, they're massive. I mean, but the number can't. that number is so big that it's still something in me resists that number. But yeah. I don't know whether it's my intuition that, no, they'll come up with a solution and not that many will die, or whether just I can't fathom a billion people being killed by, by this crime. Well, I mean, you say just, you just look at the, the numbers on a weekly basis, you think, wow, it's just, it just continues. Well, yeah, and the cancer cases, I mean, ones I've heard of, I know people, you know, it's suddenly, oh, 48 years old, oh, got cancer, that's funny, he seemed to be healthy before, and then... Uh, there's just more cases going around, and the cancer rates have gone up drastically. Interesting, yeah. they say in Japan the cancer rates have gone down, but that could be because they're, you know, including with the COVID deaths. I, it must be that because I can't imagine why they would go down. And I know cases of cancer here that have crept up. Yeah. They might just be lying as well. Let the investigation yeah, well, Japanese want to start. Let that show what's really going on. Yeah. Well, as I said, every time we hear about a celebrity with cancer these days, it's not. Oh, they got diagnosed as you know, a stage one. You know, it's uh, not yeah. not particularly life threatening. It's almost always stage four now. It's like all of a sudden. Yeah, that I, that didn't hit me real, but you're right. Yeah, it's yeah. Always. I mean, it it just really is is horrifying. I think you know, and and they're diagnosed with stage four, and they're dead four days later, or they're you know. Or, yeah, but what happens if your immune system is really seriously compromised in a short period of time? Relatively, you get yeah. those shots, and you know, in six months, your immune system is only half as strong. Even if it's only five percent weaker, some people are like on the border of having a weak immune system, and if it drops five percent, it's bad news. But yep. if it drops by 10, 20, 30 percent, and then anything that comes along or any genetic predispositions you have to sicknesses that comes out right away then and, and maybe normally you could have fought it off for the rest of your life and you wouldn't even have noticed yeah. you had it oh yeah well that's the thing and i mean again i i know i read something recently but they they're saying that the injections basically rewire the uh, immune system so that it no longer will protect you against certain types of routine right yeah yeah things yeah. you know and and uh i mean it uh, it's just I mean, well, you know, and, and let's not even talk about, you know, what's happening to fertility. That's the other thing, you know. Oh, yeah. Sort of, well, well, you know. all these uh, women having uh, miscarriages, that rate is going up by like several hundred percent. Yeah. Because, you know, usually women are pregnant at a certain percentage, especially the first pregnancy, have miscarriages anyway. But now that number is really skyrocketed among women that had the vaccines. Yeah. And we'll have to wait and see how many of the vaccinated women have trouble getting pregnant. You know, those who want to have children. Because yeah. supposedly these substances remain in the ovaries and, and, and that area of the body, among other yeah. places. And so then you just can't reproduce. And that's, of course, what they want to do to limit the population as well. You kill off a lot of people and, and you sterilize most of the rest. And, and, and then we have no more 
problems with, with uh, population. You know, 50 years from now, it'll be, oh, well, every, most people are dead, and so now the Earth is greener, and uh, et cetera, et cetera, right? Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, it's uh, definitely, um, and they'll say, see, it's because you didn't drive your car more than th- three days yeah, a year. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> right. Well, you know, the, the Roman god Janus, the, the, you know, the oh, two-faced, yeah, the yes, two-faced exactly. god, right? Well, the Grim yeah. Reaper, I mean, he has a horrible side. Nobody wants to meet the Grim Reaper, but let me tell you something. When more and more of the truth comes out, and when more of these devils are taken to court, and when it's proven how they're guilty, then I think we should all write a letter, Grim Reaper. Please, Mr. Grim Reaper, come back now because there are a lot of executions that we need, and we need your scythe there. Heads must yeah. roll. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> because, uh, <laughs> but do you have any feeling when this is going to be, when the trials really start, and when the world has woken up, and when practically everybody knows this was really bad what they were doing? Uh, whether they're going to reveal that it was a genocidal program or just uh, well, they have to. I mean, it, it, the evidence is coming out. But yeah, what's going? I mean, when do you think this will happen? That now this is stopped and now people are being punished. Well, I mean, I, there does seem to be consensus among some of the commentators that I read that this year is going to be the year of the of continued revelations. So, I mean, if that's yeah. the case, if more and more stories come out and it certainly seems like they they cannot choke it off anymore you know with the with what elon musk doing at twitter whether we necessarily admire or trust elon musk certainly what's happening at twitter has really roiled the you know the 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 mixture in the kettle because all these things coming out about truth being suppressed by you know governments and uh the the uh, collusion with you know security agencies and all these types of things and supposedly you know they're going to be COVID files that are going to be released as well. I mean, if this kind of revelation continues at, at a fairly high rate of speed, I think I would be surprised if we didn't see some kind of uh, reprisals, you know, um, by next year. I mean, I don't Yeah, think I would it, think maybe as early as the fall. Yeah, could be, could be. Or um, 2024, that could be the yeah. year of that. I mean, it should happen next week, let's say. It should happen tomorrow, should start. But oh, yeah. I, it's not going that path for a number of reasons we won't get into here. Uh, yeah. But I think, yeah, as you said, the, the rate of the reveals of all the revelations coming out, uh, it's, you know, the, the dam is breaking down or the, the dike, whatever you want to call it, and it can't be stopped. It, be, it will become an avalanche. Yeah. And it just can't be stopped. And then how, how do you think most people are going to react to this now? We'll conclude oh, with this. Gosh, that's, that's question. a tough one. I mean, when more people, people that, realize I've been poisoned, how are they going to react? Yeah. Well, Cliff High has certainly said he thinks they're going to go around and start lynching people. I mean, he, he's, uh, he's, he's made no bones about it. Maybe that was wistful thinking on his part. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I seem to think, yeah, uh, some personally, I think that they'll be in denial for a longer time because. I yeah. think the the horror of even if they see the evidence, the horror of that is going to make them hold out as long as possible to a narrative of, uh, well, no, that can't be, that that won't be, just because yeah. the alternative for them would mean they would have to go out and start lynching people or, or you know, become severely depressed or go crazy or whatever. Yeah. Well, he did say that a lot of them have beefed up their security forces, so I think they're expecting that it might be a bit. Um, what's the word I would use? Uh, tenuous to go out in public at, after a certain point oh yeah well, they're national guardsmen from in all different states but yeah. not 
in their states necessarily. You know, they were federalized under Trump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You and and they're yeah. still federalized. And like Derek Johnson says, he has thousands of pictures of National Guard, like ones from Pennsylvania, but they're in Texas or whatever. And that's usually not even legal. Yeah. But if they're federalized, it is legal. So where, why are they positioning themselves like that? Well, in case well, violence breaks out for one reason or the other, that's one obvious yeah, yeah. thing. And then, well, we don't know exactly what they're going to be doing, but so, so much evidence that things are not as they're presented on mainstream TV, and yet still most people just believe mainstream TV. Yeah. And I, I just don't get it. I mean, at this point, I just don't get it at all. Things that we recognize like almost two years ago, and yeah. people are still uh, clueless, despite yeah. all the evidence coming out at such a fast pace because they don't look at it they don't look at the evidence and a lot are going to die because they didn't look at the evidence that just saddens me no end yeah well i mean i suspect that if they really thought about it they would be terrified you know and so better not to think about it Uh, yeah well i think we can end this episode boy we're really colorful we had the grinch at christmas and now just after new year's we have the grim reaper yeah, Damn, who's going to be next? Next week, it'll be uh, Oscar the Grouch. No. <laughs> <laughs> is that, who is Oscar? Is that Sesame Street or what? That's Sesame Street. Okay, yeah, I, yeah. I, I see. Uh, that was a little <laughs> before my time. Oscar yeah, the Grouch. Well, yeah. I, I, never watched, I never watched it either. Not before. Kermit the Frog? Uh, he's well, I was looking too, for right? another name that began with Gur. so Oscar the Oh, Grouch. okay, Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, the Oscar the Yeah, we could take these... Supposedly fictional characters. Next year will be Santa Claus instead of the Grinch. I don't know, but we'll take oh. some of these funny things. But, yeah. but it, they always lead us down interesting paths. In any case, yeah, don't. yeah. Well, and of course, uh, just as a, a side tidbit, you know, most of our English words that begin with "gr" don't have terribly pleasant connotations. I think it has I mean, something like to good? do with <laughs> no, 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 like uh, Great? grim, grim or grouch or oh, yes. grinch grim. or oh, with the greedy GR, the or grim, grouch, yeah. gr- oh, that's interesting. Grim, yeah, yeah. grouch, greedy, greedy, yeah. grub. Uh, yeah, I grub. like my grub every day, but it's not gross, grotesque, gross, uh, grotesque. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I think it's got something to, grin, to do with to what, grin what, instead of smile. Grin is also kind of negative, right? Yeah, because the grin inter- is really. I never thought about that. Well, wow, thank yeah, you for that one. Yeah, yeah, I read a, a, an interesting book about about linguistics once, and I, I saw the gr words, and I thought, wow, isn't that because a grin? You know, we think a grin is is basically har- uh, a harmless act, but it's really baring your teeth at someone, so it's really an act of yeah. Grin aggression. sounds negative somehow instead yeah, of yeah, smile because of the gr. Yeah, yeah. Instead of she smiled at me, she grinned at me. It's kind of yeah. <laughs> Yeah, vaguely wow. lascivious, slightly hostile. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Grunt to grunt. <laughs> yeah, to grunt. That you know, sound as I said, positive. when we make the gr sound, it's it's not pleasant, and I think that's oh, yeah. why all these words. Oh, yeah, that's it's, true. Yeah, yeah, it's growling, right? Wow. So I mean, it's uh, growl. It's yeah, there's another one. It's yeah, growl. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, yeah. This is a so revelation for me, Michelangelo, a, a linguistic revelation. I'm going to be uh, concentrating on this all day. I might not get as right. much done as I normally would. I'll be thinking. So we're going to cut a swath through. We're going to cut a swath through the gurs. That's yes, a, that's uh, our yes, exactly. Well, <laughs> is it, well, isn't that interesting? And there's a German word "gurre" that means brat. So it's kind of yeah, like. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, that's not related because that's not directly. A well, I, I definitely think we gave a Grim Reaper his due today. I mean, I think uh, we, we did. We did point out his in, increasing vigor for sure, and 
I don't know that we necessarily proffered any solutions, but we did uh, illuminate the situation, I think, in a fairly efficient manner. Yeah, yeah, I, I would yeah. say so. And, uh, yeah. well, yeah, thank you for this. Oh, thank and you. I hope the Grim a- Reaper wasn't offended because I don't want him showing up here in my bedroom tonight <laughs> and, you know, exacting revenge. <laughs> no, Mr. No, Grim no. Reaper, we, we, if we said anything bad about you, it was just jokingly. And, and after all, you just do the cleanup work in a way, right? You're not actually That's right. killing these That's people. Right. You're just doing what natural has to be order, done. <laughs> The natural order of the universe. But when it becomes... Yeah unnatural that's when we need to concern ourselves with it yes indeed well people hope we didn't scare you too much with this episode that wasn't our goal but we did it because we want more people to wake up do your homework on these things don't just listen to us listen to these uh, doctors that have been censored for so long listen to them they're coming out more and more and please please do yourself a favor and don't get another booster shot (laughs) please 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 don't for your own sake, you know, I could think, what the hell, one more dead person, the world's going to be a little greener, I could think that, but no, I don't want to see people suffer and die any more than absolutely necessary, so it, it, you don't have to believe us, just follow the leads we give you, do your own homework, and you'll see that we're telling you the truth, I'll put it yep, like that. Absolutely. And with that, we'll say goodbye, thank you for following us on this the path of Socrates. That's right. Bye, Michelangelo. Thank you very much. And thank you to all that listened to us. Ciao, buddy. I'll talk to you next week. Okay. Bye now. Bye. Bye.